Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is Good Company in the Car. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Good evening. Here we go. I hit the record button. It's showtime, baby. Sparkle Shirley. <laughs> what the hell was uh, that? Isn't that what uh, Shirley Temple's mom would say to her? Yeah. Before the before the curtain would go up when she was performing live, her mother would whisper Sparkle Shirley into her oh, ear. Yeah. Well, you knew something about that shit that I don't know. Yeah, I never thought Shirley Temple was cute, so. <laughs> you don't think those Shirley... No. Oh, wait a minute. No, I, All yeah. of those Shirley... Have you watched any of the I Shirley- have. She's just too... Oh, I'm on a t- pansy. I'm a little. She's acting. Yeah, I was more impressed with her dancing when she's like dancing but with. She's. Uh, oh, Mr. I would Bojangles. say that Shirley Temple was probably a genius level, a genius child actor, genius level child. Um, I don't, there's yeah, no I just way. I just didn't think she was that cute. I don't know. But do you, you, you're not giving her credit for her. Oh, I, I, I get what she's. I get why people thought she was oh, cute. Oh, this is like impressionism. The, well, yeah. Okay. So, it's, it's easy so, to like. so, okay. So, to throw Kevin under the bus, impressionist paintings. Kevin's like, yeah, they're meant to be liked. Everybody That's likes everybody them. They're likes easy them. to like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, as so, I said it before, every so freshman in Washington College. A Monet college, or a Renoir painting. It was designed. It was painted to be liked. Of course, everybody likes. It. Yeah, I mean, they but they're easy. Not, they're not difficult. They're not oh, like cleaning or whatever. I'm amusing my own self. First you know, thing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, good. Everybody likes them. I understand what you're saying. You see those later Manet paintings or whatever when they're just like those weird abstract. Sh- Shapes. Nobody has that on their dorm room wall when you're a pretentious <laughs> at, a, at a liberal arts school where you're going to get a garbage degree That's like literature. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm to have all a, about the George Surratt, as you yeah, very well I know. know. I you know that one's the pointillism, right? Pointillism. Yeah. I know. And that one. Those, and you touched that painting. I know. Which is just super illegal. I know. I'd probably ruin because my nephew pointed. My youngest nephew pointed out. He goes, "Yeah, because in a couple of years there's going to be like a rot spot." And uh, I'm like, "I couldn't help it." I <laughs> compelled. <laughs> but I, I have my little obsessive moments. Yeah. And uh but where was I going with that? Talking about but, how oh, she, but no, no, I just wanted to defend Shirley Temple very quickly. She went on, she she continued acting into and she was a she was a, she was a good actress, even though she wasn't as well liked as a teenager an adult, and as an yeah. adult, because she wasn't so cute. She was right. a really cute little girl uh-huh. and she wasn't cute when she got older. She was And then when then her married name also became less cute. Black Shirley Temple, black. black Shirley Temple. But then she was uh, an ambassador. Uh, she was an ambassador, beloved mm. and efficient, and achieved things. Yeah, no, no, no. She was an accomplished person. Is she still alive? I do not think she's still alive. But as an adult, she was a yeah. For being a child star, she kept her shit together. She kept she her shit together, yeah. and she was um, funny. She was very, very, very like witty. Witty, I think, yeah, is better yeah, yeah. because she she would be like you know blah, blah, blah. and but I mean I'm rambling at this yeah. point. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Right. Okay, sorry. Well, uh, I want to talk about. I want to unleash my contempt for a certain type of crowd. But shall we just start the episode? Because it's in the it's in the episode. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Forensic Files. Forensic Files. Season seven. Season seven. Episode eight. Episode eight. Bio attack. <gasps> Bio attack. <laughs> attack. 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 Go. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the this is this actually is very interesting to me because I have a lot of issues with organized religion. Yes, and we'll get there. And we will get there. Yeah. So because I have. I, there's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with going to church and I don't think there's uh, religion regardless of your religion your religion well, is you're good you're giving this a lot of credit calling it a religion well my point right. is well, my point is is that if you follow a religion and you in mm, your heart you believe in it and you're going for it right. that makes you I think that kind of makes you a good person it makes you a okay. better person so so if you're getting into a religion for the money or you're getting into a religion for right. whatever 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 right. Then that is that is the stuff that really to me bring is is put the big black eye on okay legitimate religion. Well, all right. Well, let's talk some shit about it when we get good. It. Let's and, do it. Uh, <gasps> it starts out. <gasps> it's 19- should, should we punch each other and stuff to get revved for this? Well, like we're going into a ball game, like Fight Club. No, uh, I'm oh. good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in 90, it starts out in 1984, and we're in a small town in Oregon. Wait, e- wait, 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 wait. Uh, 84. <laughs> did you? Did can you? Can we just start? Check? 84. I was in 10th grade. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we're in a small town in Oregon. It's 70 miles east of Portland, and that sounds awful. Um, the <laughs> only thing Oregon would make it better than upstate New York is at least there's the mountains and stuff. But, oh, Oregon. Oregon's, Portland. Is Oregon oh, flat? Gross. No, it's mountainous and yuck. Okay. Just cloudy. When I think of Oregon, I think of Gold Rush. I think of... Uh, I think you're confusing that with like Idaho and stuff. I don't think... Or maybe Oregon or Oregon Trail, where yeah, you died of dysentery. The, yeah, I think of like okay. covered wagons and, right. and, and, and Little House... Not Little House on the Prairie, but Little House on the Prairie kind of stuff. Okay. I don't think that... No, that's Minnesota, Michigan. But no, it's not... I, I Oregon... Anyway, I just want to... I'm No, I don't want to talk about any more about Oregon. It's bringing me in a bad mood. <laughs> So the name of the town okay, so is. Apparently, we're not allowed to talk the, about Oregon anymore on Good Company in the Car. The town is okay, called. Okay, so anybody in the Oregon town is called. Eight <laughs> mail care. The okay, town is called. It. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the Dales, and it's uh, the kind of frozen in time. The storefronts are all vintage from Which the fifties cool. and blah blah blah. And Dave and Sandy Ludgins are residents who owned owned do not. Con- uh, presently own a restaurant. On September 25th in 1984, the married couple became severely ill and actually had to go to the hospital. And they weren't the only ones there. And then suddenly there were so many people. We had people laying on the floor. We had people leaning up against the wall. Uh, there were people in the lobby. Microbiologists identify the cause. It's salmonella. And now before, okay, before we continue, and I'm not going to distract. I'm talking about the subject. He gave me looks. Apparently, I I was being a little. And you're doing it again. Okay, salmonella. Okay, so my fear, like I know a lot of people who are super uh, hygienic. <laughs> okay, super hygienic. I am really loosey goosey with you this really kind of a little stuff. too. And and I like to leave pizzas out for days on the counter. That still is them. not true. But what I'm saying is, is, when you're cooking, because because I'm my level, my maintaining level of cleanliness is such that I don't think twice about putting something on the counter because I know the counter has been wiped down. Right. So my 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 loosey goosey is it's been cleaned, even though I didn't clean it just before or right after. Well, we don't I know always wash been, our vegetables. 
That is true. That is very, very true. Now, well, they say you eat a handful of dirt before you die without well, knowing I it. Well, I don't doubt that. Uh, so my point about this is my fear of salmonella is very, very, very low. It should Even be. though I eat a What? It should not be. <laughs> well, because I wash my hands and I, I wash my dishes and I wash my utensils and I wash my counters. Yes. But, I mean, eggs and fish. When I think of salmonella, eggs, fish, and raw chicken, that's yeah, where I think. That's exactly okay. right. Okay. It's, it's commonly found in nature. It's found right you with eat meat, those eggs. Things. Water and feces, especially reptiles. So Ooh. all of that iguana poop around the oh, pool, yeah, yeah, yeah. swimming with salmonella. Oh, great! It's rarely fatal. Ten days after this first outbreak, there's another one, and this time it wasn't a few dozen people; it was hundreds. The local hospitals were overrun, and by the time Dave Ludkin emerged from his delirium, he realized that most of his employees were in the hospital. And all of the business at his restaurant has disappeared. Oof. It's gotten around town. So food handlers who are not too hygienic can spread salmonella. Right. Um, but the sick and people had not eaten at the same restaurant or even restaurant chain. They checked. And a, a restaurant chain may have sourced the lettuce from the same place or whatever. Right. But there, So already there's not a commonality with all of these sick Which people. Which is absolute. Can you imagine dealing with this? Can you imagine being on the investigative mm -mm, staff no. and go, what the hell? The CDC was brought in, and epidemiologist Tim, Tom Tarok explains why this is going to be so difficult. Right off the bat, there's no common thread. We couldn't find one source of cucumbers or of lettuce or of, of meat or of anything that, that would explain all those restaurants being contaminated at once. Later, after the Lutkins are feeling a little better, they were asked by the investigators can you remember what you ate before you got sick? And they're like, yeah, we had a salad from our salad bar at our restaurant. A nurse at the hospital has the daunting task of calling all the sick and patients. And she has to, and she's asking them what they ate before they got sick. And everybody almost to the man said they either had potato salad or they had salad salads at 10 different restaurants in town. So the investigators trying to get, you know, get some sort of a See, lead on this. They went to the... This is why you shouldn't eat salads. Yeah, right? Is that another Stick reason? Stick to steak. <laughs> you don't have this problem with steak and no, french you're fries. you're not going to get salmonella from ice yeah, cream. Yeah, french fries with plastic cheese. Yeah, exactly. You don't get... You, know, you, ain't, get, you ain't getting salmonella from a steak. <laughs> so they went to... The, where they had sourced their lettuce and their potatoes and all that, all of these things check out clean. They t they check the water source for the city. And none of They're, it's connected. Nothing's coming none up. None of it's connected. So Michael Skeels from the Oregon State Health Lab explains what they found in the sickened people. It was dulcetol negative, which means it didn't biochemically break down a, a sugar called dulcetol, and that's only the case for two percent of salmonellas of this type. So it's a rare strain of salmonella that Which doesn't, doesn't make any sense to that me. That it's rare. Late, well, no, no, no. Well, yeah, that it's rare is one, but how easily killable or how easily... I, I, um, I want to talk about that later because okay, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to yeah, give yeah. these people, no, no, these no. numbskulls, any credit, but I'm, I have a theory about this. Oh, okay. So um, it, it, in this rare strain of salmonella, it doesn't break down this sugar that they use to identify different species, and it is all antibiotics will kill it. So when it's finally tallied, there were 751 cases of poisoning. Can you imagine? 751 people. In a small town? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So two months after the outbreak, the state of Oregon reported that mishandling of food and poor hygiene were to blame. And well. They, they, they didn't really know. That was their best they, explanation. They said that, but they, yeah, they, they said it because it was a catch-all. They didn't actually have a specific. Uh, so rather than, you know, you say know, something, they, that, right, they did that. Right, right. The Oregon Health Department 
basically hung us out and said, well, it was dirty employees. It was, you know, it was unsafe practices, unsafe handling of food. So, yeah, they kind of left all the restaurant owners out to dry. And, and uh, Luckin's like, our restaurants were hygienic. Our, it was not that. So, I feel you know, so sorry for those people. No but... one's happy with this conclusion, but... Have you ever had food poisoning? Yes. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's, a, it's like a really, really, really bad cramp in your stomach. Well, the only time I ever thought I had food poisoning, up. my appendix burst. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you want it, ready to go to the hospital now? Really, Frank. exactly. So, t- <laughs> so I've never had food poisoning because I've always considered myself one of those people that has a cast iron stomach. I could eat pretty much anything and it's not really going to bother me. Mm-hmm. You know, I might get a little gassy, but, you know, I cannot imagine having that Salmonella. kind of like Ugh. where you're like, what is wrong with me? It's an, it's a, uh, I'm doing air quotes. I got it when it's I was an in known you know i got it in florida from eating some dodgy fish that i had caught see you're see that's one of those funny things with you i yeah. make fun of you you'll eat stuff and i'm like you don't know where that came from i was from. absolutely green for like three Ooh. days like i lost weight i dehydrated it was terrible oh good so, but, it's, so it's diet advice eat yeah you fish. can lose a lot of it's a great way to lose a few pounds before a show <laughs> <laughs> thank you zoolander <laughs> So if I were the people of the Dales, and it would be me like stroking my chin and then rack focus to the thousands of hippies behind me, my suspicion would go to these people. Enter, enter, ladies and gentlemen, the Rajneeshis have (laughs) joined the discussion. I hate this shit. Well, yes, but wait, 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 before you you said that, but they had no reason to think that yet. They they had had some- Not yet. They had had no reason to think that yet, but okay. Well, uh, yeah, when the Rajneeshis showed up and Rajneeshis- already rattling Oy sabers vey. so we get the right I, I i i hate cults so we get this sinister quote imagine. from the leading woman juan bob bagwan sheila i don't care whatever the fuck it is uh-huh. <laughs> just a year earlier one of the cult's leaders ma'anan sheila hinted at potential violence she said quote We are here in Oregon to stay at whatever the cost. If that means some blood is spilled, then this is the price we are prepared to pay. So she pretty much says, we're here and we're going to take over and don't think we won't start some shit. She's the worst. And then there was that quote, I don't know. I don't know if it was you. It had to have been on this because I my uh, research mm-hmm. was right where she says I'm a tigress. Oh, that little clip, yeah, I've yeah. That. Well, that's when the shit was starting to break down within the cult. That's yeah, a little later. But, yeah, but I'm like, but what a piece of shit she is. Yeah, the Rajneeshis are the followers of this guy Bagwan Raj Raja or whatever he goes by Osha, and they started this commune uh, in 1981. And after two years and three hundred million dollars, three hundred, three hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah. Actually, three hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah. Still, but still, still, still. The, the sixty-four thousand acre farming and meditation compound has its own post office, school, hospital, shopping mall, airport, and housing for one thousand followers. Tons of footage. Unbah. Leaveable. Hippies, just hippies, hippies in these pink um, sackcloth everything, outfits, everything dancing they in, had. in circles, banging yeah, All drums. the clothing was a color of pink or 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 red, not red, pinks, beigey pinks. Oh, pink. and so and they all look like they're middle class white people from that's, California. That's what makes it's the what? worst. It's the absolute, and everybody's got this dumb grin on their face, and they're just banging drums and you know dancing around in the fields <laughs> and just being absolute well, idiots. Because what I could, what I what in my research, what I 
read about it, it was basically if I'm I'm super paraphrasing. Be nice, be good, free love, enjoy life, be you know, uh, fuck be, that, be, be a flower child, basically. <laughs> so it did it. Now I know you're not going to like this. I don't. In its basic form, in its basic description, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with his with his. Religion, no, but that whole thing, this town of no, Rajneesh. No, 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 no. I'm saying, uh, not the, what is the, what is the word doctrine? Mm-hmm. The doctrine of this cult mm-hmm. is not bad. Now, I'm not defending it. I'm simply saying that the people that were in it, mm-hmm. we're good people, we're nice people, free love and love everybody. Da, da, da. That is the. I'm doing the I'm doing air quotes. The extent of the goodness of this religion it devolves into this dystopic fish concert. But, it's disgusting. But, I hate them. I hate them. But if it had not been disrupted, mm-hmm. it was not a bad. My my point is is that if it had if somebody hadn't gone in, if a bad person uh-huh. hadn't gone in and fucked everything Sheila. up, Sheila, if if Sheila had not gone in and fucked everything up, yes, this man was getting all this money, the Rajneeshi. Yes, mm-hmm. he was running this cult and all this kind of stuff. Right. But I think they could leave. I think they were happy. I don't know. This was not. This was not like the. What was the one with the Jonestown. eyes? Oh, uh, Jonestown. It was. This was not Jonestown. Mm-hmm. This was not the one with the eyes with the the with the, with the right, right, right. The U of Heaven's Gate. Yeah. This is not that. This All was right. a community of okay. like-minded people. Well, we now see footage of uh, Rajneesh driving through the hippies. He's in a Rolls Royce. Dude, drive by. And they're throwing flowers on it, and they're they're banging drums as he goes by, and little timbales or whatever. Because he had and, like and forty. He had, did he have forty or eighty? He said forty. I don't know what to believe. Oh. But they said that he had more sex partners than any person in history. And I voluntarily. Right. I guess Genghis Genghis Khan well, for most Genghis that Khan's is. gonna win that, yeah. So everybody's gotta love in Genghis. In nineteen eighty four, before the outbreak, in nineteen eighty two the Rajneeshis take over the nearby town of Antelope. They took over the city council and the school board, and the longtime residents were justifiably horrified. So in 1984, before the outbreak, the Rajneeshis had now set their sights on taking over the larger town of the Dales. They had a bunch of candidates for the city council. At this point, we see footage of them on the firing range, and for all the world, that looked like ISIS to me. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the, reason, the reason that they got uh, organized being in politics is because they wanted to have, and I'm 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 fudging this a little bit, but they wanted to have something done in the compound, mm-hmm. and the city wouldn't give them the building permit. Right, right, right. So they were like, so well, they're like, over the oh, city. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And so they put their people in elect in, in in antelope yeah on the city to, council to, they took over they the just city overwhelmed council. it with they numbers completely overtook the, the city council and the city government and the, so they could do whatever the hell they want and so now they're moving their sites to the dales which is the next big town they're at their 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 goal i think was eventually to take over oregon that i think that was their their long their long game so suspicion lingers on the rajneeshis so there was suspicion but there was no evidence why would they do this and uh, the other thought was was maybe there was somebody, uh, some hothead, trying to incriminate the Rajneesh. And we get this one Karen barking at the city official. You suspect, and she's in street, she's in proper right. clothes, but she's a Rajneeshi, but she looks all the world like Karen down the street. <laughs> you know, you, don't you talk to my son like that. Like criminals being accused of poisoning someone who we had nothing to do with. Uh, and then there's that picture of Sheila doing this. 
Yes. Given the camera, the finger, yes. and it's it, it doesn't look edgy. It doesn't look rebellious. It looks childish. Well, this is where they could have gone about this in such a different way to get their goals mm-hmm. achieved or whatever. Whatever the proper they could have, but and just the way they went about it, they made so many people hate them when they could have gone in and done all this stuff, and nobody would have slower yeah. in a slower manner, yeah, they're, and they could have gotten everything they wanted. Well, that agenda of theirs was pretty sinister, and the fact that you no, know. It's her well her agenda. I'm not gonna say that I, I'm going to I'm gonna say this again. I think that the average member mm-hmm. of the Rajneeshis mm-hmm. wasn't bad. Bad. Yeah, I don't know. The, the way this is going, because John Sound had already happened, Jones Sound already happened about <laughs> seven or eight years Which earlier. It's just a whole and you, like, you know, the, these don't go well, people. When you look around and everybody's dressed the same and you're following a guy around in a car, you're, you're, you're gonna end up dead. And oof. they're starting to arm themselves and um See, that's when if I, okay, so let's say I'm a member of this cult. I start seeing gun practicing. Mm-hmm. I am out of there. Yeah, I don't understand that logic and why people stayed after that started happening. Okay, go ahead. So Sheila is the Rajneeshi's right hand man. She, well, she's she, his he secretary, got, and she he does the spiritual guidance, and she gets him his private jets. Pays we hear bills. from Les Zates. He's an investigator, uh, and he writes for the Oregonian, and he's reported on the Rajneeshi several times. He's a real thorn in their side. They met each other's needs. Sheila provided for him whatever he wanted. You want 60 Rolls Royces? We'll get you 60 Rolls Royces. You want a new disciple tonight? We'll get you a new disciple. You want to fly in a jet? We'll get you a jet. What, you know, whatever to make you happy. And, and the trade-off was that a Bhagwan would say, okay, you're number one. You're in control. You take care of all the details. I don't care how you do it. He's a brave man. We'll get to that. So Sheila is to Rajneeshi sort of like what Ghislaine Maxwell was to Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my! You know what I mean? She takes, she brings him lovers. She, you know, gets this, does that. So the Rajneeshis are now becoming paranoid. They're being investigated for immigration fraud, and we start seeing them armed to the teeth. Remember those images of them yep. walking around? They've got you know AR-15s, well, and they're they still were arranging marriages, and they were doing all kinds of freaky shit. Which again. I don't understand why the hell they doing this, but mm-hmm. whatever. So there's now a schism forming between Sheila, her crew, and the rich Hollywood elites who are also there. And here's Prosecutor H. Robert Hamilton. You better believe me, I'm a tigress. She and her group were in a power struggle with uh, another group, which I, we always kind of called the Hollywood faction. They were rich members of the cult headed up by a lady who was the ex-wife of a Hollywood producer. They had money. They had access to uh, Rajneesh. And uh, Sheila and her group were very paranoid about these people. So the struggle is for control of the Rajneesh, the cult, and their finances. So this apparently the Hollywood crowd was led by the ex-wife of a famous Hollywood director. Right, which I didn't figure out who that was, mm, but that's beside the point. So the... Authorities learned from some former members that there are plans to assassinate some local politician. Which a state yes. When this starts, mind. this is just John, Jonestown. Remember they shot the congressman on the tarmac right. and all that stuff. This to me, I'm like, this is this. We're we're gonna end up with another mass suicide. Oof. And they're also going after Zates, the uh, the investigative reporter, and the screenshot of the Oregonian from October 1985 also lets us know that the Royals topped the Angels while the Dodgers clinched it, <laughs> oh my and the Lord. forecast for that day That's was a high of 73. <laughs> To be told that you're on a hit list and for a group that they, I believe at the time they were capable of, that they were just purely evil folks by that time, uh, it was really kind of a chilling, chilling way to start the day. 
So a year after the outbreak, without warning, Sheila and head of the lab Pooja just split and they go to Europe. Uh, the Rajneesh disowns them and he blames them for the compound becoming a fascist, neo-Nazi fascist compound or something. He had some he had some really heavy shit to say about her. Well, because it was it's believed that he, because all his needs were being met, yeah. he wasn't aware of what the hell was going on. He wasn't. He, was, he wasn't really culpable for the more sinister stuff that was happening. Investigators learn about Pooja and her experiments and bio stuff. Uh, my mind is just like, you gotta be kidding me. Right. The Rajneeshi, Rajneesh with Bhagawan, is stepping up security as the scrutiny continues and listen to how ridiculous it gets. There were times when he would move from one end of the town to the other, where he would be in a bulletproof limousine. He would have a lead SUV with armed guards in it. He would have a trailing SUV with armed guards in it, and he'd have a Jet Ranger helicopter in the air. So he's got a helicopter following him as he drives oh. from one end of the compound to another, and he's got armed hippies on, on the front and on the back. Then when you see the one guy walking, he has on sunglasses, and he weighs about 105 pounds, and he's holding yes. his AR-15. Yes, and, and he's in pink. Yeah. everything's Because everything's got to be within that color scheme. And it's like a security guard's outfit, yes. and he looks for all the world like an absolute it, fool. It, mm. So more creepy ISIS footage. <laughs> In October of 1985, a grand jury accuses the Rajneesh of lying about his visa and arranging sham marriages so his followers could stay in the U.S. So they go to investigate the compound, and epidemiologist Skeels goes with them. And among other things they find in Pooja's bio lab is salmonella. This later turns out to be identical to the strain that was sickened the people. Okay, in so the think bio. about that. It's a religious compound. It's it's a town, but mm-hmm. it's a religious compound, and they have a bio lab. Yeah, that's got to tell you something. I think I actually saw anthrax on one of the other labels. Oh, good lord! Right? Okay. Well, they. Well, yeah. We'll get. To, I guess we'll get to that. We will. We'll so after the that. raid, the uh, Rajneesh books it on one of his private jets, but the uh, they catch him in North Carolina, book him on immigration, and they send him back to India pretty quickly. But they still don't know why the Rajneeshis wanted to poison this town. They did learn that during the raid that Sheila had wiretapped the entire town. This did you see? <laughs> really made me laugh. I, there, I'm a paranoid was... person anyway, and yeah. I firmly believe that we have no privacy. Holy <laughs> shit. There were hidden cameras. Every phone was tapped. The town. Not a building. The town. Town. <laughs> she had cameras and what she had they said it was the biggest wire tap of, of in history in right. U.S. history on every phone. On there were cameras everywhere. On like any public place, and some residences had these had this secure this uh, uh, surveillance equipment uh-huh. for both audio and visual. Yeah, and there were secret rooms. They found escape. I know the little the <laughs> move the bookcase yeah, and, and you the go on under the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Manuals yeah. for bomb making. There was bioterrorism books and. Again, Again, throughout the episode, they're constantly breaking away to the goddamn hippies, just spinning in circles. So now we learn what the outbreak was all about. But first, this little threat from Sheila. Did I understand you correctly yesterday when you said that you were, in fact, now going to attempt to take over Wasco County? That's correct. You understood right. We learned that what they did was they were going to get the locals so sick on voting day that they couldn't vote, and all the Rajneeshis would turn out in force, and all of their candidates would be shoo-ins. Which, if you think about... 
<laughs> it's sinister. If you think about it, it's <laughs> it's kind of brilliant. But I yeah. mean, it's super sinister. But like they had enough people or, or enough uh, the Rajneeshis had enough of a critical mass of people there that they, they could overwhelm done these it. towns. Yeah, it could have worked. So they had a dry run in August, and they took spray bottles with the salmonella in it, and they sprayed door handles uh, at City Hall, and they sprayed produce in the local markets. But nobody they, got sick. They did say though that uh, because they took the hippie, the 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 people out of the pink clothes and put them in normal street clothes, and no one noticed them. because they're all middle aged. Uh, they're all middle class white people and from the, California. They and look the like they videos, live in the videos that you see of the of the hippie people dancing around. These are not ugly unwanted people because when i think of a cult i think of people who misfits are a little on the odds yeah. yeah misfits is a good word no these were entitled these were these were these were rich or no these were nice looking middle class people who wanted sex drugs and rock and roll and they were getting it so nobody got sick from that dry run when they when they sprayed it they didn't explain why so then they did the small run on the restaurants uh, on their salad bars that made the Ludkins sick. And then about 10 days later, they did the massive one that made everyone sick. But this was before elections. So I don't know why they were... They, this, they the, said it was a dry run. The, but the second one that made 700 people sick... It was still a dry still run. Still a dry run. Yeah, it was. they said it was a dry run to see if it could really pull out. So so they did the one that didn't work at all, right. where they sprayed doorknobs. Then, and they're like, this isn't working because salmonella, I think, has to be ingested or into the mucus member, whatever. It has to get... It may have been the, dying on the surface. So right. They did something wrong. So they're spraying it on doorknobs and no one's getting sick. But when they started spraying it in the salad bars, people are eating the food... Getting sick. And especially when they said what well, potato salad yeah. and something like that. so someone yeah, yeah. and that's how someone got sick. And then they did it the th- the third one and that made seven hundred people sick. Oof. Now they were thinking on election day they're just going to poison the town's entire water, water supply. supply. And they said there was evidence that one of the Rajneeshis did try to attempt to poison it, but they were ultimately unsuccessful. And during that election, the Rajneeshis didn't land a single candidate on the council. So they're already now feeling paranoid and marginalized. And they're upping the ante with the guns. They didn't, they didn't win anything. Which is so, it's just, it just blows my mind. And I've said this on, on other ones before. If it is your goal to achieve this kind of power, you have to stay smaller until you're firm. Mm-hmm. So they took over that first town, Elk. Right. Yes. Elk. So they got, they they literally basically owned or the antelope. town. Of, was it an, Elk or Antelope? One I, of those. I think what, it was Antelope. The, the smaller town yeah. that they had. And all they successfully the, took it over. They successfully took it over. They had all the, the local politicians. City board. They, they owned that city. Every board, they, they, had, they had everything. And the locals were the. the, the they were horrified. They were horrified. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and, um, and why? So. Okay, so I'm thinking, of course, I'm thinking practical in this right. situation. So why wouldn't you have stayed there and really built your your power base before you moved up to this bigger town? One. And two, why do you want the bigger town when you've got this other town completely uh, blocked in? Well, when you say bigger town, I think the Dales is still kind of tiny. Well, it had more people than the other place. It did, but I think that was really small. I think that was like several hundred people. Well, but that's what I'm saying. They had a town. They uh, but could but make I mean, their I think laws and rules and all that. They were stuff. successful, and and there, I think they were they were planning ultimately like to make all of Oregon a Rajneeshiville. Oh, that so, yeah, they did say that. They so were they were moving to... on to the Dales because they were you know two years. It only took them a minute to take over. Um, uh, elk or antelope or whatever it was oh, called, yeah, yeah. and the Dales is next. Elk and it, or antelope? Yeah, it's antelope? one of those. Antelope, really? I think it's, I think it's antelope. Antelope. Uh, want me to go back? Oh. Antelope. Antelope. Yep. I thought it was elk. 
So now we have to take all that out because I got the name. Ah, fat, no. whatever. I don't care. So since they confirmed the salmonella came from the compound, Sheila and Pooja are extradited from Europe, uh, not Switzerland, there because clearly that wouldn't happen. And they're charged with tampering with consumer products. They both plead guilty. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't they go to jail first? No. And then they got out and then no. sh- they, they left the country? They went. They left the country. They went to somewhere in Europe. They did not specify where. They were extradited back to the U.S. They both pled guilty to tampering with consumer products. They served three years. And as soon as they were sprung, they fled the country to Switzerland before state charges could be filed. So they were in Europe when they got charged with the with and went to jail in Europe? They were... <laughs> Since they found that the salmonella came from the compound, right? Pooja and Sheila are already in Europe. They find out, they confirm that they, they were the source of the salmonella. Okay. They get extradited from Europe back to U.S. They didn't say what country, oh, but, but they were country, okay, okay, okay. So it's a country we have extradition okay. with, not Switzerland. Okay, I'm with you. That so, that did not make sense the way you said it. Okay, I thought you were saying that they were already and they did not no. get extradited. So they, as so soon sorry. as they got out, they beat feet to Switzerland before the other charges right. could be, which I think is kind of lax on somebody's part. Right. Well, you know. So she's running a retirement home, and we checked up, and she's still running them to this day. We don't know where she got the money, if she squirreled away some cult money or what. They don't think the Raj, Rajnishi knew anything about the poisonings, but he died in India in 1990. He was only 59. And he'd already had it. He was already starting another cult. Well, it was the same one. Yeah, the, but he was already you know, started up again because in India? he was very charismatic. And yeah. I'm I'm not saying he's right, but the, his sex, drugs, and rock and roll religion yeah. worked for people. It did, and people wanted to be around him. He was apparently incredibly charismatic, and and a, everybody liked him. Yeah, there weren't people saying he was a bad person. It was all going back on Sheila. On Sheila. Yeah, again, he was only 59, so when we were watching this footage, he's only like 52, 53. Right, right. He looks ancient. Well, he's got that big long beard and everything. Uh, so we learned that most of the restaurants targeted in the attack went out of business. We never regained the position we had in the community afterwards. I had people that would tell me that, you know, I know it wasn't your fault, but I just can't eat there anymore. So, yeah, um, Jim's so saying, he's like, people because, were like, I know it wasn't you, but I, I I know your restaurant's clean everything, but I just can't eat there and anymore. And they said, the guy said that at the beginning of the at the beginning of the episode, he was opening another restaurant. Like, yeah, he the, was planning. The it, business was doing so, so well. well. Yeah. He was opening another business. He opened another restaurant, and it literally, this killed salmonella it. scare. Not only killed that killed expansion, it, it killed the restaurant and it, he owned. And it killed, it killed the re- all the restaurants that were involved. All in 10 it, restaurants all that were involved. Were None of them made it. So in my research, in my research, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Sheila later moved to Switzerland uh, where she married and purchased two nursing homes. Mm-hmm. And so she was running these two nursing homes. And in 1999, she was convicted of a, in a Swiss court of criminal, because she, because she couldn't be, um, they wouldn't bring extradited. Her back. They extradited. Don't, Switzerland so extradite. Switzerland said, "We will, we will, we'll do it for we will you." Do it for you. Uh, criminal acts. Yeah, the Swiss don't like criminals living in their country, right? <laughs> uh, criminal acts preparatory to the commission of murder. So, mm-hmm. in relation to the plot to kill the U.S. federal prosecutor Charles Turner in 1985, right. and so she got time served. I believe she got time served. Now, this is the part that I thought was interesting. David Knapp, who is mentioned in the story, he was one of the other Swami guys. He and he was uh, he was a former mayor of Rajneeshpuram. Told the FBI in his testimony that Sheila told him during a trip to India, which they took in '85, that she had injected her first husband with an a, with an injection that caused his death. After prison, Sheila married Yours Brinstill in Switzerland, yeah, a Swiss kid who died of AIDS shortly after their marriage. 
Yeah, she's so bad she's married. She was a she was a pretty woman, but she's just bad you know just news. so she's marrying and killing people off for their money. So she had her she had money on her own or ways to make her own money or yeah. means to make her own money. There was there was a big documentary called Wild Wild West about the Rajneeshis. It's a big long documentary, and then they did a follow up about searching for Sheila or whatever because it was it was right. on Netflix I think okay and and it was all about her and her going back to India but um I do know that that 64,000 acre compound was sold to a private developer in 1990 because the Rajneeshi call I right. think fell apart and it was sold and now it was um he tried to turn it into a a new camp a, no 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 a camp for um uh like churches and stuff oh used. yeah and it <laughs> is and it was he sold it again to somebody else but now it's like a boys camp right there's a the, the county airport they Converted that at private airport. It's the county airport now, and there are two separate it's its airport. like like it had its own Boy airport. Scouts and and so it's that it's you could still go there, but right. it's now you know sixty four thousand acres. That's huge. I know. So the the documentary that came out about her was called Wild Wild Country. Wild and Wild Country, right? And it was talking talks about and this is a twenty eighteen, and it's talking about you know she tells all the horrible stories about her. And apparently, they were going to turn this the the documentary into a movie. Now I don't know this actress's name. Uh, the actor's name, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna butcher butcher her name. Pyrianka Chopra. Okay. This is as of 2020. Was to, to star Sheila. Sheila sent her a note uh-huh. <laughs> saying, "Don't do it. Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, yeah. So the Sheila opinions. woman is very, you know. So uh, she's, I think she's real bad news. Yeah. So as um, of April 2021, there was a, there's another there's another documentary about it called Searching for Sheila, and it was on Netflix, which we I have not seen. I would, did not know it existed. Do you want to watch it? Well, we will eventually. Okay. But uh, I did not know it existed, and it's uh, following her first trip back to India after 35 years because any place she goes, she's up for extradition. Yeah. So, so she's just a horrible, horrible person. She is. Yep. And this goes back to what I've been bitching about for the last, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks. People are horrible. Well, most people are horrible. Mo- well, Some no, people are nice. The, the, but it's, this is, this is, this goes back to that thing I always say about uh, who's worse, the person acting up or the person pointing out the person is acting yeah. up. So she is making a big stink and being a bad person. And, and, are you being a bad person for pointing it out? Well, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to. But it, it's, it's that trying. It's me trying every day not to be not to be like grumpy. Sheila? Not <laughs> no, but I have to try every day not to be grumpy, not to yeah. be short, not to right. be you know all these kind of things, and then these people, then this bitch is out just like killing no people. Conscience. And, uh, no, no, and conscience. I'm like, and I go to bed every night. I should be a better person. Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I know, I know. It's a, well, it's you a know struggle it, it, to be a good person. It is a struggle, and you know, look at the look on your <laughs> eyes when he just said it's a struggle because he meant me. It's not for him. Kevin has a really good heart. I'm the one that's over there going that. Bitch. So, you know, yeah. So. Well, it's a Friday night. Why don't we um, treat ourselves to Trilogy of Terror and watch, what's her name? Karen Black? Crazy Karen Black. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, thanks for listening. All that right. Was, um, you guys have a good one. Or don't a join cults. Don't join cults. Don't join cults. Don't join cults. Or a warvet.